Thank you for tuning in to the First Gen Hunter Podcast, the go-to resource for those seeking to establish a foundation in hunting knowledge, skills, and tactics. I'm here with one of the best parts of doing first gen hunter that's getting to be hanging out with my good buddy alex gruen and it truly is a part of first gen hunter because that's how i met alex um i never had an instagram i used to have students tell me you should get an instagram and my wife would tell me you need to get an instagram and i was like no 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 i'm the grumpy old man facebook is as far as i'll go and uh i started first gen hunter I got an Instagram and I started meeting all these cool people and uh, I, I quickly figured out that Instagram is a much nicer place than uh, Facebook, at least was at that time. I think Facebook's like kind of the, you know, it, it's it feels almost a little hollowed out compared to what it was back in its glory days. But, but uh, Instagram, I've met so many great people in the hunting world. Alex would be at the very top of that list. Um, we just became great buddies through that, hung out did a hunt together, um, have lots of other hunts planned for the future. And uh, here he is back here on the podcast. And if you remember all the way back to the very first episode that Alex was on, which I got, I think is like in the high teens was when you was your first episode. And yeah. uh, then I had you back on to both times talk about tag applications going over what the different terms were like bonus points and uh limited uh draw odds and uh you know all the different verbiage that goes along with applying for tags or buying tags or whatever it is you're going to be doing to get licensed to hunt in other states and the big one most people think of is west mm-hmm. you know going out west to hunt but the first part of your name is also East. And so Alex can help uh, basically anywhere that you want to get uh, guidance on applying for tags and, you know, go and chase after something. And so Alex is a full service um, brand, I guess you could say, for hunt planning. And so um, that's really what, uh, why I brought him on the first place is to get a piece of that expertise to uh, share with everyone. So, uh, Alex, it's so good to have you back on. You just got done doing a weekend of snowboarding or skiing on your recently repaired Achilles tendon. How you doing, buddy? Yes, I'm good. Surprisingly not sore. And, um, I'm proud of that actually. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I, I thought, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it was, it was going to be really testing the limits and, um, you know, I'd be questioning my sanity and then it was pretty quick on where I was like, Oh, I'm going to be able to do this. You know, and I'm watching my kids do it and I'm like, this is great. So yeah, the legs were sore just like any other like exercise, but I didn't feel like I was doing something reckless, which was good. So, yeah. uh, so, so more power to that as we uh, venture into training for spring bear season. So I should be pretty good to go for the mountains. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, I didn't, you know, the the situation with uh 
Rasty's bear last year, we really didn't have to pack it out very far. So, you know, if, if you had problems, I guess I would have to like pay my dues here and pack you out. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Alex and I were working on plans to do another uh, bear hunt this spring. Can't wait to do that. Um, just, uh, such a, it was a life-changing experience doing that last year. And, uh, um, you know, Alex was a huge part of that. And, uh, so tonight we're going to like basically jump into this and, you know, a lot of things we're getting to, let's see here. Tomorrow is the first of March. So yeah. Already three months into the new year, uh, which is so crazy. That's one quarter of the year after at the end of March, we should say but one mm-hmm. quarter of the year, um, that will have passed once we hit the end of this next month, which is I mean, it's just insane when you think of how fast time goes by, but that means that a lot of stuff is coming due here pretty quick in the next, uh, uh, weeks and months as far as tag applications. In fact, some things have already come and gone for, uh, a lot of states, uh, but what's, uh, most imminent right now, Alex, what states are, are, do people really need to be getting their life figured out here quick? Well, I would say the biggest one right now that's live already is New Mexico. Mm. So New Mexico has a deadline of March 22nd. So we got a couple weeks in, but <clears throat> I mean, that one's ready and rolling. Uh, Colorado opens up tomorrow. So that's, okay. a, that's a big one. I think uh, everybody thinks of Colorado. It's a vital state when it opens up, people celebrate. So that goes live essentially tomorrow. So that's awesome. Yeah, very good. However, uh, one thing that I was going to say was, you know, if we think about like what's coming up and it's live and it is due quick, it's only for a very small group of people. But if you are applying to work with an outfitter in Nevada, they have what's called like the guided deer draw. And that's essentially you're, you're putting in for a draw of tags pooled just for outfitters for that specific species. So that's due March 6th. So you know, likely most, most folks have been, you know, applied and completed for that. Mm-hmm. But if you do have admirations of working uh, with a guide or outfitter in Nevada, that would be something that like we would have to get ASAP in because we need their numbers and to register. And well, you know, you gotta, you gotta work sure. through all those. It takes a couple of days. Yeah. And that right there, that little bit of info you just dropped, um, uh, and you know, it, this is going to be a little bit of a commercial for East to West hunts. Alex is, has been a long time sponsor of this podcast, probably the longest actually. And, um, uh, we want to make sure that you see the value in working with Alex because most people doing a DIY, they would figure that out what Alex just said, but after hours and hours and hours of scouring the internet for every little detail they have to know. And Alex knew that in like five seconds. So, uh, save yourself a lot of time there and time is money, but okay. So so we have those, we have those States coming, coming hot. Um, if, okay. So if somebody wanted to, uh, get your service now, would you be able to, uh, with that quick of a turnaround, be able to help them, you know, like with New Mexico coming due here in basically three weeks, would you be able to, to still help them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I folk, I, I talked to two folks today that are getting involved with New Mexico in the next you know, week. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely doable. I, I need realistically turnaround time. And, and this is not to promote procrastination, by the way. <laughs> but, you know, if we really had to, like, last minute, you know, if I had, like, 72 hours, I realistically could make a good turnaround for wow. getting stuff in there just with paperwork agreements, you know, getting everything finalized uh, with our accounts, so on and so forth. So, so we can do that. However, I don't recommend that. It's very nice to plan. So right, right. If, if we have a few weeks or a few months to plan, you know, a, few, a full tag application strategy for folks and get them involved in multiple things and really kind of rotate it and work through different dates, that would be the ideal scenario. But uh, you know, needless to say, get started. I don't. I don't care which way you get started. We could. We could definitely get you started, and that's what you need to know. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So definitely. Uh get your decisions made and finalized now so you can get help from Alex as quickly as possible. But it is good to know that you do still have a little bit of flexibility time there. But yeah, I want to get going on that. Um, the nice thing that I've learned too is um, I was, so we, as we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, Alex and I are looking at doing another bear hunt, another Western bear hunt this spring. And uh, last year just seemed like this huge daunting task of preparing for that um but after you have all the gear it's crazy how different i feel about that this year it's like now i know alex is taking care of all the paperwork side of it um uh i can basically you know like if i had to do a pick up and go type of hunt situation like this like we were just talking about once you have all that gear that's much more doable so all, all I'd right. say, if you do have the gear, you know, you got a little bit of time, but if you don't, you're, there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to buy specific to the trip, but Alex can help you with that too. And there, he does have another cheat code for that too. Uh, it's called gear rental. <laughs> Alex yeah. rent, rents a lot of gear, so he can get you covered as long as the stuff isn't already out with, uh, with somebody else. So, okay. Well, so as far as OTC stuff goes, I guess people also, so these are, these are going to be things where you're, I don't know how limited the tags are for out-of-state people, but like we've got spring turkeys coming up in like basically a month and a half uh, for a lot mm -hmm. of places. Um, yeah. Are those, do you know, Alex, off the top of your head, is are those like limited draw um, things for non-resident tags for non-residents or, uh, or most places, is it just straight over the counter for turkeys? Um, I think it's a, I think it's a fair mix. There is, there's, and I'm going to really talk broad here because, uh, you know, every state's a little bit different, but well, we could talk, we could talk Arizona, for example, Arizona has a, a limited entry offering and they have over the counter, you know, but different units will have different things. So like if you want to hunt in the spring for Turkey, then you're applying for prize to get into that. Mm. Like if we're applying this year, then it would be like, you're going to go out like on a fall hunt. So, you know, you, you gotta be mindful of like the timeliness of things. But I mean, I had a, I had a client reach out, you know, two weeks ago and you know, if you're, if you're someone that's applying, right, and you're going to already have a license and you might even be visiting that state, then why not kind of plan up? Yeah, that's a good point. Or, uh, you that's know, get, get out there on an over-the-counter option. So, yeah, most, I'd say most states are a little bit more lenient or there's more opportunity with stuff like that. But, you know, again, it's it's not every unit's the same. So it's not, 
it's not always just talking about the state. It's talking about where in particular you'd be hunting and could we get a tag for that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So uh, a couple of good tips there. You know, uh, if somebody, you know, like let's take my state, for example, Iowa, if you wanted to come out and do a little scouting in the spring, uh, let's say you're, you're planning to draw an Iowa archery uh, whitetail tag um, for this coming fall, uh, you might be able to, like Alex said, make the most out of your trip, hunt a little bit of, hunt some turkeys and, uh, maybe do a little shed hunting too, of course, but, but, uh, uh-huh. get, get, <laughs> but, uh, get yourself all, all, uh, set up that way. And, and, you know, you got to buy it. Like Alex said, you got to buy a hunting license anyways, which in Iowa, that's not cheap. It's a hundred and, I don't know. I think it's just under a hundred bucks for a non-resident hunting license in, uh, Iowa. So, you know, get more out of that, that chunk of money that you're dropping and, do a little pre-hunting and scouting uh, for what's going to be going on this coming fall. So, yeah, that's a great little tip. And then, of course, the other big spring one people are thinking of, the one that you and I are thinking of, are bears. Um, Is there anywhere that you know of that is uh, not over-the-counter? Maybe some eastern states like New Jersey. I know they just reinstituted their reinstated, whatever the right term is there, uh, their bear hunt. coming up and i don't even know if they're doing a spring one it might just be a fall bear hunt but um do you know of any states where it's kind of a limited uh draw opportunity for bears or is that pretty much all otc no i mean there's definitely there's definitely tags that are drawn i i i don't necessarily want to talk in particular about a specific state but like I mean, there's a lot of over-the-counter options, but most states really only focus on the fall. Okay. That's like a, uh, uh, it's more of a Western thing to have the spring bear hunt scenario. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that just just because that's like the, I guess maybe the tiered level of, attack against bear hunting that that was kind of like a compromise a lot of states came up with was okay we won't do a spring hunt but we'll still do the fall hunt that's kind of what happened in colorado isn't it yeah so there's definitely yes there's definitely a big big push to not hunt bears in the spring and while the validity of it really isn't there it's it's definitely i would say a political factor in, in some of those states but like right now for example uh, if i look at on just a on a broad scale there's only eight states in the entire country that allow spring black bear hunting okay so so, so I, pretty limited there on your options yeah you got uh, you got alaska arizona utah wyoming montana idaho oregon and washington Wow. So a lot, a lot of, uh, far Western states there, uh, is where you'll have to go in Washington. That's been, that's been a real battleground there for that hunt. Uh, I think last year they didn't have one, if I remember correctly, um, yeah. that whole. And I'm, I'm including it right now. I technically, there is no spring bear hunt because it, it was suspended to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the last meeting, the last, I don't even want to, but the commissioner's meeting or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I think it was like weeks ago, they still did not go into, 
you know, promising anything. I, I think they're all in cahoots and just fighting it. They don't really care. They're not listening to what the biologists have to say. Let's say that. Yep. So, you know, in, in that theory, I guess there's seven states now that allow it. But their their whole fight is that, you know, they're going to they're going to be killing styles that have offspring and then you know that's not good for the species yada 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 however well we know that's not the case it's not like hunters are, are hunting them in a you know in their dens and right them. right so, and and i mean bears just aren't in bad shape anywhere you know they're all no. they're all expanding their populations from what i've heard so yeah that's that's stuff to it's good stuff to keep up on though you know i think a lot of times uh guys like myself we can just assume something's going to be there and it not not necessarily going to be the case so you got to stay in tune with uh some of these issues that are going on but again that's where alex can help you uh sort things out what about uh um any of the the limited draw uh like trophy whitetail states so uh kansas Iowa, those are really the only two that I can think of because Indiana is over the counter, I believe. Missouri is over the counter. Um, Illinois is technically limited draw, but it's pretty much over the counter. And I think if you don't draw a tag in Illinois, you still have an opportunity to buy a leftover uh, over the counter tag like yep. once the season starts. So it's just kind of a pain from a planning standpoint there. But um, I think Iowa and Kansas are really, maybe Minnesota, I don't know. Uh, Wisconsin's over the counter, essentially. Nebraska might be a, uh, yeah, I think you got to draw a tag in Nebraska, if I remember correctly. But uh, any of those states uh, come and do that you know of for for a trophy whitetail hunt? So Kansas is typically end of April, I'd say April 30th or 28th or something of that nature, if I think off the top of my head. Okay. And then, and then you said Iowa. So yes, Iowa, I would definitely say is a, is a trophy state. That's, that goes till the first week of June. Okay. So plenty of time there for, for guys, uh, wanting to look at either of those states. Well, I shouldn't say plenty. I mean end of essentially next month next month by the time people are listening to this the end of next month is uh uh if you want to get into kansas and i have heard too that uh a lot of guys have said that used to be kind of a sure thing but uh, our buddy noel gandy he uh didn't draw a couple years ago and then uh, somebody else i was talking to that went down there all the time uh didn't draw recently but uh you're definitely going to want to get all that done here as soon as possible. It doesn't help your odds or, or anything like that. We also don't want to miss out and, and have to wait a whole nother year. Um, and then of course the other part of this, Alex is point buying. Um, that's the, that expiration date on being able to buy points is the same as being able to apply for a tag, right? For most States. Uh, again, that depends on the state. So, I would say for the most part, yes, right? So when we talk points, you know, you can try to get a tag, and then if you don't, then you'll get points. Or you can just say, I don't want to even try to get into the draw. I want just points. Then mm-hmm. certain states don't have any points, and then the other states will have a point-only time frame. So I think the best examples of that are Wyoming and Montana. They both have 
separate times where you can go in just to purchase points where you're not jumping into the, you know, the draw period of it. Gotcha. Pretty much everything else is, it's, it's pretty much, you know, when you're doing the actual applications, that's when you're, that's when you're throwing in that. And then some States make it easier than others, but you know, you can, you can literally select, I don't want to, I don't want to hunt at all. I just want to point this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll give credit to Colorado on the, I like their system where if you, you really can mess around with the opportunities on there and say, Hey, I want to get a point as my first option. And then I want my secondary option to be X unit. And then I can figure out what units potentially might have a, you know, they might not have as many tags that people want in there. So then you can get a point and you can get a tag and you don't lose any of your points. So, sure. so yeah. there's, there's definitely options, but yeah. Know, answer, those are probably the, the two States that probably, uh, they have the very direct system that separates them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, uh, it's a good thing to keep, uh, you know, up to speed on too. being able to, uh, you know, almost like a vocabulary refresher there. So what, points are and i've been doing a lot of that in wyoming alex knows that uh just been kind of gobbling up some points there on some different things and then the same thing in uh, montana and you know one other tidbit that i learned from alex that i'll throw in there is for some of these states where you have to buy a license uh uh in order to apply for points, Montana being the one state for that, you know, like did our bear hunt this last year. And I think Alex was like, dude, uh, you have, you have a hunting license already. Cause you just did your bear hunt. Make sure you take advantage of that money spent. And you know, when the window opens for buying points for elk, deer, whatever else, make sure you're buying those points, uh, because you get more out of your, uh, you know, that license fee that you already paid for. So uh, another good little tip there, and that's a good transition point. This is actually going to be a really brief episode. Alex and I both got a bunch going on tonight, but uh, we wanted to have an episode for you this Friday that would be helpful, especially as timely as it is with uh, tag app season and everything else. But Alex, a lot of things have been uh, growing and developing over East West Hunts. Can you, uh, you know, give us a little rundown on what's what all you've been working on here as of late and maybe some uh, package options for our listeners. Yeah, I, yes, it's been busy as you know, (laughs) (laughs) very busy. Alex is like always doing a, uh, a client plan. That's not to scare you away from doing it. Um, uh, Alex, Alex uh, loves doing these plans and uh, that's why we keep advertising. So uh, definitely jump on if you're, you're interested, but yeah, Alex has been busy with stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think 2023 as a whole, it was about simplicity. So just basically simplifying things. One of them was simplifying the website. So that was completely redone. And then really just simplifying how somebody can book. So you ventured to the website, you know, it's, it's pretty slick. I mean, you literally mm-hmm. are able to click book a consultation and it literally books it straight on my calendar you get a zoom link and, and then when it's time to go, we're, we're live, you know, and it's, it's nice and personal. The like articles, I've been working on a lot of articles. So those have been posting like once or twice a week. I, I had a YouTube channel, but I really did not have the, 
I don't even want to say the structure. I, you know, I put a lot of focus on the client aspect, but I was not videoing as much. So really this year was about videoing and putting more online. So that's been a big focal point. So since I've been making videos on the drive applications or just gear and then posting it in an article, I've been sending it out as a newsletter for anybody that's you know, subscribed from the website. And then that's really just gone into the tag applications and the hunt planning. And then recently the latest expansion has been uh, being, you know, being able to book directly with good outfitters for clients. So that's, that's really the newest offering per se. And then the, you know, the tag application service, I would say has gotten a little bit less expensive with the, you know, increased opportunity to it being that, you know, doing points for folks on a like a la carte basis was $40 per point. That's changed and actually gotten better. So it's $40 for the first application in each state. And then it's $20 for every application. Oh, very nice. In that state. So that, that makes it a, you know, just it, it's a it's a great value add. And then I've also uh, begun offering anybody that's under the age of 18, if they're under that youth contingency and we get, get them points and licenses and all that, uh, all of their service costs are free. And the the final thing is just the, the ultimate hunt package. I mean, that's 80 bucks a month. That covers all of your service costs, and that automatically gives you the option to get a hunt plan if you draw a tag during the year. So hunt plans are six seventy-five a person. So you do the math there, but if you were doing that monthly, you're you're going to come up ahead versus if you were going to do it separately. Uh, sure. Know, typical client will probably do three to five different states. You know, you do a couple apps here and there. You know. And then you draw a tag and then you go, oh, I want a hunt plan. So you're going to buy it off. This just kind of has it all in a, I call it the all you can eat buffet option uh, offering for clients. So that's, I'd say 80% of folks, that's what they're doing. But then, you know, if you don't want that and you want to go with an outfitter, then I have direct, you know, contact with specific outfitters. And I, I got to tell you, that's, that's been a great ad for clients. But man, are folks booking up? I mean, I'm literally booking elk hunts right now for 2025 in Colorado. Wow, wow. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm not shocked, but I am shocked. I mean, that's like to talk about it. I mean, we're already planning for, you know, two to three years out from now. Yeah. For hunt, you know, for for what people will draw. So it's, it's a good thing, but it's a lot of planning ahead, and then just having you know, more opportunity in different states like that for clients has been really advantageous. Yeah, definitely. And that, you know, if you're listening that sounds crazy to you, it's actually pretty smart. Um, I was listening to a podcast this summer. I'd burned through all my podcasts. So I just started, uh, uh, searching by, uh, names and topics <laughs> of podcasts to listen to. And, uh, there was a guy <laughs> who, uh, um, I knew it was a legendary moose guide in Alaska. And so I just like, uh, searched his name in Spotify to find a podcast interview with him and they were talking. So I think the interview went back to like 2017, 2018, something like that. 
And uh, I was just mostly listening for the value of the guy tells really interesting stories about all of his years in the back country in Alaska, you know, guiding. And, uh, but they, they got on the topic of how much does this, does an outfitted hunt cost? And he's like, Oh, it's so expensive right now. And he said, I have guys right now. So I think it was 2018. Cause I remember it being a four year window. He's like, I have guys right now booking hunts for 2022, you know, yeah. because they want to lock in this price now. And, uh, I think the price at that point for a, like a guided moose hunt, uh, through an outfitter up there in, in Alaska was like, I want to say it was around 20,000. And yeah. I, I looked up that same outfitter's price now, four years later to see what it'd be. And it was like, I want to say it was in the thirties, you know, yeah. so those guys save themselves 10, 12,000 bucks. Uh, by booking ahead. So Alex can help you with that too. He can save you a ton of money on the back end. So if you're listening, you're not yet a client of Alex's, go ahead and start, uh, you know, test the waters a little bit, maybe do some of the, just like a couple of target states that you're really interested in. Alex will get everything lined up for you. That's a very affordable rate that he just talked about there. Um, and uh, you, you can save yourself even more money by using our regular promo code that we run on every episode. First gen 10, save yourself 10%. And uh, Alex will uh, honor that. And uh, he'll be having an even better deal uh, than you already do. So you definitely want to do that. But the other thing you want to look into is our presenting sponsor, which is Spartan Forge. Spartan Forge uh, can help you with all your mapping needs. I uh, was using it today with Caleb when we were doing some shed hunting. We were on a new uh, piece uh, that we had permission on, and uh, we've never uh, really looked around on before. We had to make sure we're on the right property, looking at terrain features and everything else. Spartan Forge is critical for that. And then also uh, last night I was thinking about going somewhere else to look um, that I'm I'm almost certain – if the sheds off the buck that I shot this year, if they existed or if they still, ex you know, haven't been picked up, uh, for, so they would have been, you know, the 2020, he would have shed them in 2022, 20, early 22. And I would, it was such a cool buck, such great antlers. I'd love to find the sheds off of them. And I think I know where they would be based on how I've tracked the deer migrating in my area. Um, but so I was going on Spartan Forge. I found the landowner's name, but then I remembered something. I remembered a guy who, uh, a, another farmer in the area, told me that he had this very brutal negative interaction with one of his neighbors, and I knew this <laughs> this family was his neighbor. And I'm like, is there any chance that so and so is that neighbor that you uh, had the brutal interaction with? And he's like, I'm glad you asked, buddy. Yep, that's the guy. Do not go knocking on his door. <laughs> you know, it may have saved my life there. Uh, but uh, the the thing that I did then with Spartan Forge, not only figuring out who that was, but you can track on there which properties you have access on. You can put no access, possible access. And yes, access, you know, good, good to go access. And it highlights now up on my map, every piece of ground that guy owns is now circled with a red line. So I know, you know, if I am shed hunting on that other guy's ground, do not go, you know, do not lose track of where that fence line is. Cause sometimes you're walking through the timber or something, there's not a fence standing anymore. And if a guy like that sees you missed where you were walking, 
now you're in big trouble. So uh, it's just great okay. for making sure you're not trespassing, making sure that uh, uh, you can get the permission you need and uh, making sure you can look in the right spots for finding sheds. So again, go to Spartan Forge, subscribe to their services as well. But Alex, thank you so much, buddy, for doing this one last minute. This was a good one. It's very timely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't stress that enough. You know, the sooner the better, because uh, I mean, gosh, I'm trying to trying to think here that, you know, Wyoming wrapped up already. Arizona wrapped up a couple species. So like getting in now, you really still have the majority of things that, that folks can get involved. So it's it's all about time. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. And uh, again, I can't stress it enough. Um, Alex will make this process as easy as pie. Um, all you, all you really got to worry about is, uh, making sure you got the gear you need to go. And Alex can even again, help you with that, help you with buying it. As far as giving you advice, he's, uh, the most knowledgeable guy I personally know on hunting gear. So he can help you in that way, but he also can just rent you the stuff too, which say that's what Rasty did for probably half his gear. Last year, as he rented it from from Alex, and uh, I even rented some stuff from Alex too for the bear hunt. It's just super handy. But again, first gen ten saves you ten percent. Head over to easttowesthunts.com. Um, people can still reach it through alexgruen.com too if you're a longtime listener. Uh, both both sites forward to the same place, so uh, make sure you, you you head that way and get signed up for the newsletter as well. Alex sends out great, helpful newsletters every month. Um, super nice to be able to check in and see what's going on with that all right buddy well you have a good night and uh to everyone else thank you so much for listening in by the way please 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 um leave a review uh on spotify or on uh apple podcasts uh of course a five-star review would be great but uh i'll leave that up to you uh we really appreciate when you do that if you aren't following yet on instagram you can go to first.gen.hunter on instagram Facebook will take you to the same place as well. And then you can see all of what's going on in my life. You can also follow Alex at, um, well, let's see, what's your, uh, so at, at East to West Hunts, you can do that one. Or uh, what's uh, your your other account, Alex? Uh, it's East to West Hunts underscore Alex. That's right. East to West Hunts underscore Alex. And you can uh, see what Alex is up to on a day-to-day basis. But pretty much the same posts go to both places there for him. Uh, but make sure you're following along. Please give a review if you haven't yet. And more importantly than all of that, take care and take someone hunting.